This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was Hawaii Part 3. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And folks, you know where Adam is right now, but for those who don't, Adam, where are you? Aloha from Hawaii. Part three. <laughs> Part three. Yes, exactly. Adam, Still you are, here. for those who haven't listened to Hawaii's Part one and two, you are <laughs> shooting a movie in Hawaii. Yep. How many days now have you been oh. on the Big Island? Okay, let me think. Today is the 28th. I got here the 9th. So I think this, uh, if my math is correct, what is this, day 19? Mm-hmm. Of, uh, I think I'm going to be here maybe 27, 8 days or something like that. So, so more than halfway through the trip, having a great time, been here for a minute. Would you say that you have adapted to the island lifestyle, i.e., do you wear flowered <laughs> shirts and lays everywhere you go? <laughs> yeah, uh, as all native Hawaiians do, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Flip-flops? Well, to be honest with you, so i am sort of been, like, taking a lot of nice long walks. Obviously, I don't have a car here. There's some bicycles that I've been able to, like, rent, like, borrow and ride. But for the mm-hmm. most part, I leave my hotel and I'm walking. So I'm Dude, a – that's I'm the way really to live. Walk the earth like kung fu, you know? Just sort walk, of – Walk. Walk. Yeah. There's, like, so, those, like, villages in, the, like, Greek islands where yeah. all people do are walk and eat fruit and they live to 178. Oh, what, what was the second thing? Walk and eat fruit? Is that what you said? Yep. Like yeah, walk exactly. and eat natural food yeah. and they live yeah. to like not 178, but you know, like 107. <laughs> exactly. Pretty good. That's that's kind of the vibe here. It's like I just mm-hmm. walk until I find some fruit. I mean, that's a little bit the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's how that game Farm Crossing or Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah, just yeah. I'm walk a little until bit you of find a re- some fruit. Until you decide to find some fruit, yeah. So to that end, I'm not really a f- com- totally comfortable walking long distances in flip flops i'm not mm-hmm. that relaxed i'm mm-hmm. not that much of an island boy so like i'm a little <laughs> i'm like a little bit more cautious than that so really i'm i'm lacing up my sneakers everywhere i go so not so here's much a question here's yeah. a question that i have yeah. for you that i'm genuinely curious about have yes. you outside of food outside yeah. of food have yeah. you purchased anything on the big island of hawaii uh, I purchased a hat because I came here with uh, just my be- my snow beanie for some reason. You brought uh, a beanie to the big brought, island? Brought a snow beanie Wrong to the Wrong hat, dog. That uh, doesn't provide shade. Correct the mundo. So, what kind uh, of hat? I, <laughs> we need to do another hat bracket. Jeez Louise. Exactly. I don't know what, what I was thinking. Uh, okay. Literally the least efficient hat for sunny environs that one yeah. could conceive. Did you bring yeah. a parka? Did you, <laughs> did you bring snow pants and, and cross-country well skis? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> so I did – one of the only purchases I made has been like a normal uh, like a normal hat. But in a very like dad move, it's a hat that says like Hilo Hawaii on it. Oh, yeah. Just like the oh, place I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I <laughs> – yep. Some dads buy the sweatshirt that says yep. Cape Cod. Other dads yep. buy the hat that says Hilo Hawaii. And when you say it's a normal hat, we're talking about a baseball cap. Baseball cap, brim, okay. so, like nice water wicking technology, etc. Made for hot environs, mm-hmm. aka where we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Maggie likes to tease me and, uh, frankly, my entire family because not, she says that ninety, and she's right. She says that like ninety-five percent of our wardrobe are, is just places we've been and things we've done. 
Really? That's, that, that's <laughs> your wardrobe? Oh, I guess it, it is like plays and like shows plays and, and projects. Yeah, yeah. And my dad just wears T-shirts of like Woodstock, New York. Yep. yep. Alaska. Just like yeah, just a lot of our in. parents. Gen- yep. A lot of our yeah. parents' generation like to demarcate travel with sweatshirts <laughs> slash T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Like, so we have traveled when I've bought the shirt. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this it's is the equivalent this was my of your passport. It's your passport getting stamped, but on your chest. <laughs> exactly. I've uh, been to Nantucket. That's right. <laughs> exactly. That's right. exactly right. So I, okay. I sort of that's what have been my few purchases. But other than that, Bill, to answer your question honestly, not much. Went to the movies last night. Purchased a movie ticket. What did uh, we see in the theaters? We saw it in the theaters. Uh, it was like one of my first sort of like theater experiences yep. post COVID. Uh, saw Dune, loved Dune. Saw Dune too. Lo- I yeah. saw Dune too. Hell yeah, let's talk Dune because let's I thought it was Dune pretty sweet. Quick. I'm not really a big sci-fi epic guy. Knew mm-hmm. very little about the books. Had seen the David Lynch movie years ago, but didn't really remember or care about it that much. But what I was totally do? into it. What this. did David Lynch do? He directed a, a Dune, a, a version of Dune, like in the oh 80s. really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this, I thought this was cool, man. I mean, I thought this was awesome. I, maybe I was just in the mood for it, but I, I was into it. <laughs> no, it was it was super cool. I yeah. left saying I don't know how you direct a movie like that. Just yeah, because really. Of the scale just the felt scope. so the scope was just massive. So to hear that David Lynch tried to do it twenty twenty five years ago, I'm like almost yeah. more curious about with like the resources he had, what yeah. his version looked like. I think, and again, this is someone who is like, I'm fairly Dune ignorant. Ha- again, have not read the book, don't know much about the lore, etc. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. that in the Dune community, the community, I mm-hmm. think that uh, the David Lynch movie is is fairly panned as like being Copy. not a great, <laughs> not yeah. a great. And I think he himself, David Lynch himself, is like, oh, oh, fuck that movie. I, I forget that yeah. I made that. I, I don't like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking so, of the community, um, yes. <laughs> in my communal experience when I went to the theater, it yeah. was great because obviously the movie was great but we had yeah. like four squealing teens Ooh. in front of us Ooh. who every time not every time but the first few times that Tim- timothy oh, Chalamet yeah. was on the big oh, screen yeah. they squealed with joy and yeah. it was so great it was yeah. so great to be like oh yeah teens still love teens <laughs> here's the thing like i i think the only other movies that i've seen chalamet ladybird he was like in ladybird he was great in that movie and then i saw call, call me by your name whatever so like I, I, I am get like slow. I'm like gradually familiarizing myself with Timothy Chalamet, the artist. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, mm-hmm. the kid's got it, man. He's great. Yeah. He's a movie oh, we're star. Rooting for Tim. Oh, we're rooting I, I, for Tim. I'm big time rooting for him. I think he's yes. got. It. I like he exudes a confident, like the confidence of like a young movie star on yes. screen. In that way, that Tom Cruise, like some people are just freaking movie stars, man. And, yeah. Like, he just seems like he is one. It he feels like a lot like of one. it is just your skull. Like his if hair, you're man. resting, yeah. if you're resting skull face is yeah. just oh, like brooding God. a little resting bit. Like you're, you you do not even have to do much. Just let your skull be. He's and it very, feels like his skull is just being. The jaw is. You're so right. His head shape is flawless. He's got that nice, like just chiseled enough jaw. His yeah. body presents as young, as, as like adolescent, like just sort of coming out of adolescence. Yeah. He's uh, and he's got that it's hair, man. Equivalent. It's the equivalent of a bad quarterback on a good football team, where his job yeah. is to just not screw it up. Yeah. And if the actor yeah. is born with a skull or a face that is yeah. so undeniable, don't mess up. Just your skull. don't let your acting yeah. screw it up. Do nothing, and we're all cool with it. 
don't let your acting get in the way of your skull. I think exactly. that's one of the main. <laughs> I think you it. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Main lessons of young teen heartthrob. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. So you had four teens in front of you squealing every time Chalamet came out. Well, some of the times that Timothy Chalamet came on the screen. Yeah, that's it was nice. really. Nice. It was really fun. I will say. And I, I'm not a literalist. I am. I yeah. can be absorbed <laughs> in a fictional story. Yeah, by the same. Rules. Same. I'll say this: yeah. Tim's a small guy. Tim's He's a, a small lad. guy, and He's I know a... that he has good training, and his dad yeah. wanted to be a pilot, and you know <laughs> right. he he's 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 been well bred. Yes. I still think I can take him. In that I movie. think just in like in a fist fight, I think just that... a tackle. Like he's he. <laughs> He's a wee lad. Spoiler alert, he's good at fighting. Let's just yeah, put it Yeah, he's good at fighting. Way. Yes, he's a but warrior. But he is a wee lad. He is yeah, he's a real a wee, wee lad. lad. And the, screen, yeah, yeah. the big screen really shows it. Yeah, I would call, describe him as slight. A slight mm-hmm. little fella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got, I'll tell you, what he makes up, what he lacks in muscle mass, he makes up for in, in teen squealing-induced charisma. He's mm-hmm. just, like, got that mm-hmm. movie star charisma. But I was totally into it. I thought, I mean, that director is the guy that made Arrival and the new Blade yeah. Runner. So, like, he's yeah. sick, dude. Is he, like, the best Did one? you want more like, Daya, though? Did you want more Daya? Zendaya. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> when I, I was like, we're an hour in and Daya hasn't said a Where's damn thing. Daya? Two Is hours it? in. What are we, Daya Coke? This is not yeah. Diet. I want, I, want, I want Zendaya Classic or Zendaya Classic, whatever it I is. Go I, off, I want to go off my Daya. Give me more yeah. Daya. Exactly. Yeah, it, was, it felt like a Daya tease. Again, if you haven't seen Dune, no spoilers, but Daya comes in when she wants. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. I think, I mean, granted, you could already tell that this is going to be like, I mean, it was like pretty explicit. It was like, this is Dune part one. You're like, oh, there's going to be mm-hmm. like seven of these. It was uh, just announced that the sequel is coming out. Timothy oh, Chalamet great. broke it with a tweet. Do you oh, think nice. that they have to for the marketing of Dune 2? Spell it. Yeah. The number two, U-N-E? Tune. For the posters? Dune tune. Yeah. Can't you oh, just I, see that in somewhere? Yeah, somehow? of course. <laughs> Got to get it in there. Two, yeah, exactly. U-N-E? Okay. Yeah, tune. Yeah. Um, it, it was pretty cool. I, I, I was with you, though, about, like, it was the per- – I mean, like, and uh, again, I'm not, like, a – like, the art and craft of cinema deserves to be revered. I mean, I am a little bit, but not really. But mm-hmm. an awesome movie to see in the theaters. Yeah. I mean, like, a visual and sonic feast, all those things, of course. The sonic feast. The sonic yeah. feast <laughs> is actually – I've been to three movies um, yeah. post – while we're still in it, pandemic. Yeah. I've seen yes. In the Heights. I've seen oh, nice. Bond. And cool. I've seen yeah. Dune. And Feasts. each one of them was so loud. And yeah. honestly, I needed that. I needed a rev. I needed to be revved up. You don't it's like that to me is like, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast many times, but like, you know, we've talked about even in making our like Harvard Sailing Team videos, like the sa- sound, mm. the mm-hmm. sound element yeah. of visual media. That'll guide, is, that That'll guide, will guide you. It's like way more a part of the emotional experience than the visuals. Like the yeah. sound is like really – like you just said, it really tells us how to feel it like – and very effectively. Yeah. So yeah, like and being overwhelmed, note, feeling overwhelmed yeah. by it's the nice. sound is so – yeah, it's nice, man. Yeah, and Adam, really nice. on that note, what do you say yes. we go into our first act break and we break yeah. the rules and we play Uh-oh. some sounds from our friend oh. Mibs? Yes, Our sir. friend Mibs. He, he put out a new song. He has a new album coming out. And we yeah. feel confident that we are not going to hear from Spotify's <laughs> lawyers if we play this song. But this I, is I, new music from our friend Mibs, M-I-B-E-S. Yes. We, he's been yes. on the podcast before. This is yep. Joy. Yes. Listen to some music. Listen to some sound. Play it loud. We'll be right back. 
I believe in reincarnation. I believe one billionaire could put an end to starvation. I think we never lost love, we just lost patience. Cause to be the same motherfuckers lying to our faces. Gunned down by officer racist. It's 2000. Us again fighting for the basics. That's why Umar be on us about those donations. That's how that nigga Kwame Brown got his own station. You gon' wake up one day and have your reparations. Don't undermine the value of an education. This to the stripper bitch who just finished her loan payment. No matter what you do in life, it's gon' be hoes hating. But I'll never let them steal my joy. Level up and then I celebrate it with my boys. Be like shit, shit, shit. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Mibs with his track Joy. And now, Billy, mm-hmm. fr- cl- clear something up. So the album that's coming out is Mibs's or it's Pactive's? It's Mibs, and I think okay, it's got presented it. cool. by Pactive. Which okay, means great. His, awesome. He, there's three members in Pactive. He is one of them. His brother um, is the, largely the producer for a lot of them. So cool. I think it might be Pactive Presents Mibs, but it's going to be a Mibs solo project. Love that, man. Right on. Yep. He's the best guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Big fan. Um Adam, I have to make a confession. I'm, I'm I have here to make for a you, confession. I'm here for you. Okay. Last episode, <laughs> yeah. we made a promise. Yeah. We've been discussing how you have basic cable at the hotel you're staying at, and you're Loving watching it. shows you might not have watched. We Correct. stumbled upon Two and a Half Men, and we said, what do you say next episode? We each watch an episode of Two and yeah. a Half Men, call it Four and <laughs> yeah. a Half Men, and we tell each other what the episode was about. That's right. Book report style. Of us Fifty percent of us did our homework. Okay, <laughs> Adam, who didn't yeah. do their homework? I, I am. I regret to say that Billy, or should I say William, <laughs> because you're in trouble. Uh, yes, you, you did not do thine homework this time. Yes, which is Adam, okay with me. <laughs> Adam, what was your in high school? What was your average test score? Ooh, okay. Now this is going to fluctuate wildly depending on the class. So uh, I would say but, median, median, yeah, median. So take um, out the top and take out the bottom. Yeah, eighty nine. Okay, I would Great. say this. So this is reflective that, of our. This is reflective of our homework habits. I would say seventy nine for me. Oh really? Okay, sure. Yeah. So <laughs> you did your homework once again, Adam. Would you do me and the Nash the favor of telling us about an episode of Two and a Half Men and the lessons you've learned? Well, I could even do you one better because I actually digested. Two episodes of Two and a Half Men. Two, two and a Half Men. (laughs) So I did a little extra credit, Teach. I did extra credit. Yeah. Wow. You did five men. Did you do five men back to back? Uh, Back to back. I'll tell you, Billy, I'm telling you, and I texted you this, but like, Mm -hmm. I just can't reiterate to the nation. This Mm. show is on all the time. Yes. Trip and fall, and you'll land on Charlie Sheen and John Cryer. (laughs) 
I, I honestly, honestly think that three different channels are running it in syndication yes. all yes. day long. So, yes. I mean, that in Welcome and of itself to has America. Been quite, exactly. Welcome to America. <laughs> That's right. So, but that Adam, in and of itself I'm has more been interested quite a in. Okay. I'm more interested in your experience. Before we even get to the plots of these episodes, your experience. Okay, Were you pleasantly surprised? Could did it go down smooth? Uh, it it. Ugh, let, let me try to. How do I encapsulate my emotional experience of watching? Two Again, we are talking about the sitcom Two and a Half, two and a half men. men, a show that I literally had not seen one second mm-hmm. of before, mm-hmm. for absolutely not one second. And then you watched uh, one hour of. That's right. <laughs> so I think it, my my experience, some of my big takeaways were um, multicam, and this is something that you and I again have discussed. That uh, the multicam sitcom is an is an art form unto itself, and mm-hmm. that there are masters of said art form. Uh, mm-hmm. There are like there are Jedi level multicam artists, mm-hmm. and that guy John Cryer, that actor is in one. the show, is one of them. Like yes. he is a multicam savant. Like okay, he, so he is, I don't want to blow yeah. past this because you are 100% correct. For those who don't yes. know, multicam are those shows like Two and a Half Men, Seinfeld yeah. to a certain extent, Friends to a certain extent, similar locations, just kind of twist the cameras around, scenes take place. But there's live also studio a live track, yeah. studio audience, or a yeah. laugh track, so you have to hold for laughs. Adam, you were on that show about the waitresses. What was <laughs> yeah, show two, about the waitresses? Two two broke girls. <laughs> two broke girls. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's so a multicam. Yeah. So Correct. what tell just tell the audience, tell the listeners right now, like wh- how do you have to change how do you perform in a multicam? It's it's like doing a play. It's like doing a play. It's different than the sort of single cam since that it's broader and the acting style, the whole style is much more theatrical. It's literally like doing a play. You hit okay. your mark and you like say it a little bit louder than you would in life. <laughs> and like <laughs> and like that's that's the vibe. So it's like not realistic. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. performative and it's mm-hmm. and it's yeah, it's like what we think of when we think of like sitcoms in the 90s. So what so makes that, John Cryer so good at multicam performance? He's – I, it's a hard thing to define. Let me try to like put my finger on it. I mean there's a few of these people who have been like doing these shows. I mean first of all, let's just say that like all, anyone who's on any of these television shows are like really great. And like there's a reason yes. that they were cast and like they're all super For pro. Sure. And, like it's all really impressive. Like This any, is not snark. This is not, not snark. No, absolutely sincerely. Right. But there's just something about him, like his little – he's got a bit of a rubber face. He, uh-huh. I mean the That's premise good. of the show is that like Charlie Sheen is a party animal like jingle writer. I think he oh. writes jingle, <laughs> commercial jingles. It's, We've got our first shocking detail. <laughs> yeah. The Charlie Sheen character writes commercial jingles. So often in the show, he's sitting by his piano improvising silly songs with a glass of whiskey on the piano. Wow. No yeah. way he says brand <laughs> names in his, in his songs. No. Right, well, it's usually about break. like cola. Yeah, it, well, it rarely even comes up. I just think that's how he's rich. Like okay. that's just like the that's just explaining how he's. We like all a rich have that party one animal. millionaire party animal jingle writer <laughs> jingle in our writer. neighborhood on exactly. our block. You know that's the exactly type. right. You know okay. it's a stock character in in Hollywood. Yeah. So then the so then I guess the premise of the this is all that I gleaned literally from watching the the two episodes, which in and of you itself did your is homework. impressive. Well, hardly. The, I mean, this is like speaks to the testament of the show is that, that that it is so. And again, I don't say this pejoratively, but it is so simple by design yes. that I'm yes. able to glean all of the context yes. without ever having seen an episode in one minute. 
So like that is – And for all the aspiring television writers out there, ask yourself, do you want to make a masterpiece or do you want to make money? If you want to make (laughs) money, simplify it for the dumbest person you know where they can understand it too. Simple. So we got yes. party animal Charlie lives in Malibu, living the bachelor life. Yeah. And then his dorky ass younger brother, John Cryer, named Alan, mm-hmm. of course. So his dorky <laughs> lo- loser, <laughs> his dork loser, beta male, dweeb dork, idiot loser, dork, younger brother. <laughs> He gets di- he has a he gets divorced and he and his child move in with Party Animal Charlie. So it's a bit of an what? odd couple situation. Wow, o- odd couple and throw in a kid, two and yep. a half men. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Okay, um, so I so my one of my main takeaways: John Cryer is a, is a multicam legend. Okay. goes in the multicam Hall of Fame. That was like Let's one of my into, big takeaways. Let's dig into the episodes now. Now okay. we know the okay. now we know the dynamics. And yeah. I should say, Adam. Every single person who listens to this podcast knows the dynamic. The only person who didn't was Billy. So and apologies Adam. to all yeah. of the listeners who had to hear about the world's most famous television show yeah. be explained from the outset. Exactly. Yeah. With that being um, said, Adam, w- tell me about one or both of the episodes and the lessons okay. the characters so this, learned. So the first episode I, I watched, um, was, the premise was at this stage in the series, uh, Charlie has a fiance. You get the you get the idea that he's a womanizer. He's a serial dater. He's a bit of a whatever that whatever. Um, but now he's quote unquote settled down and he's got this fiance. Okay. okay. So the fiance really wants to be close with Charlie's mom, but Charlie hates his mom. Oh hates. no. Oh, he hates his mother. Multiple, <laughs> mul- in the episode, multiple Hitler comparisons. Multiple. Oh, as punchlines. That's too far. Yes. I, I, Way I wrote, I, too far. I, I actually jotted a couple of the jokes down. The girlfriend, uh, she, the girlfriend wants to go to lunch. The fiance, sorry, wants to go to lunch with with the mom, uh, and uh, Charlie is appalled and horrified and uh, and terrified about that. And the girlfriend says, "It's just lunch," and he says, "That's what Hitler said to Czechoslovakia." What the hell? <laughs> Big laugh, huge laugh, big applause yeah. on that. Okay. Fodder. So, Comedy yeah, fodder. yeah, that's what Hitler said to Czechoslovakia. Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen says. Um, so, so fiance wants to get close to Charlie's mom. Charlie is terrified by that idea because he hates his mom and he wants to keep mother. He knows that his mother is like this manipulative, loveless, soulless monster. Mm. He keeps describing her as. Uh, but the fiance is like, "What's the deal? I think she's nice." So the fiance and uh, Charlie's mother, played by incredible actor Holland Taylor. That's the other thing about these multi. It's just like some of these yeah. actors are just brilliant and brilliant actors. Actors, they paper over all the other error. They just paper yep. over all the weirdness. Great actors can sell anything. So, yep. like, the actor is Holland Taylor, who's amazing, plays Charlie's mom. And we meet her, and she's like a, sh- and she's like a shady L.A. real estate mate mogul. And she, like, her, she is – and we get that she's sort of like – she is kind of like soulless and, and money-grubby, and we're not supposed to like her because we meet uh-huh. her. She's on the phone with a potential client. And she's trying to sell this house, sell them on this house. Uh, right. And she's saying uh, we get that there was a suicide in this house, so like the buyer is a little reluctant. Uh, and she says it's not, it's not a su, or there was a suicide next door to the house that's on sale, whatever. And she says it's not a suicide home, it's suicide adjacent. Big laugh. Pretty good. Real, real Pretty good. Speak. Suicide I mean, adjacent. Yeah. We don't have to go through every beat, but I will say that right out the gate, two jokes, two sources of humor have been Hitler and suicide. Hitler and which suicide. Which feels darker, yeah. <laughs> just like darker than these shows are supposed to be. 
Well, see, that's what that you bring up a really good point, Billy, because Char- the Charlie character is an alcoholic womanizer. Uh, the uh, the kid is like a little bit miserable living with his like womanizing uncle. So like there is like if you were to like describe, <laughs> if you were to like look at the details of the show on paper, it is right. <laughs> it is dark. Right. But again, that's the that is the beauty of a multicam is that like you don't even it's going down like candy, baby. It's just we- going down like candy. You and I did a gritty reboot episode where right, we took exactly. where yes. we took we were inspired by the Fresh Prince's upcoming gritty <laughs> reboot and we took yes. other shows. It sounds like on paper you could pitch Two and a Half Men oh, as yeah. its own gritty reboot without changing oh, yeah. a word. Right. Big time, absolutely right. huge time. Yeah, right. for real. Okay, got it. Uh, um, so Adam, sorry, we have to yes, go into yes, a back break real quick. Let's oh, come wow. back and then we'll pick up with where the um <laughs> okay. episode went. The okay, cliffhanger great. is that Charlie's girlfriend, fiance, wants yes. to meet his mother. But That's it's, right. She's selling a suicide adjacent home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, correct. correct. Got it. That's right. Um, in the act break, I'd like to go on record and apologize to the nation for not doing my homework. Is that all right? It's perfectly okay. Dear Adam, Marianne, Frank, and the entire No Joke Nation, last week I made a promise to you. I promised that I would devote 30 minutes of watching Two and a Half Men streaming on YouTube. I neglected that promise. I let you down, and I'm not bringing you the content that you deserve and the content that you want. So I'd like to go on record today, Thursday, at 2.29 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and apologize for my blunder and error and ultimately disrespect towards you by not watching Two and a Half Men starring Charlie Sheehan, John Cryer, and the half man. <laughs> Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was a um, an apology from mm-hmm. my co-host Billy. It's a bit of a somber mm-hmm. moment here on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Billy, for uh, for that apology. That was clearly straight from the heart. You've clearly done a lot of self reflection, and and we really yeah. the, the nation and I and your parents, Frank and Marianne, really appreciate that. So thank you. Yes, that. sometimes you got to put it on record. You know, you could say colloquially to your friend in a public yeah. conversation that you record yeah. and post to a podcast, but you also sometimes need to put your stamp on it, your finger on record. On on record. I apologize. Yeah. I neglected thank- you. Sorry, oh. half man. <laughs> <laughs> apology accepted i can't speak on behalf of the half but i will mm-hmm. say uh i accept your apology billy and um it's water under the bridge here at the no Truck thank podcast. you um on i'd like to get another apology out real quick adam and then okay. we'll get back to the cliffhanger to find out if the fiance got along with the mother yes great we have to apologize to the robot oh, the robot right. came through and delivered on Big a request time. we had adam what Big was time. our request we were talking about – oh, this was – we were talking about how I've been watching movies on basic cable, talking about mm-hmm. The Mask. Uh, mm-hmm. And we were sort of brainstorming an idea about how uh, we could sort of cobble together an anti-smoking campaign from some of Jim Carrey's big 90s catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the robot delivered. Yes. The robot delivered. We asked for two yeah. phrases. One was, yeah. somebody stop me from smoking. Right. And then the <laughs> other one was, somebody stop smoking. Yeah. Well, folks, robots are basically editing devices and editing Correct. software. Correct. And apparently one of the appendages of the No Joke Robot yeah. is editing software. And folks, wow. robot delivered. So let's take oh, yeah. a minute and Please. listen to somebody stop me from smoking <laughs> and somebody stop smoking. Ooh, somebody stop me from smoking. 
somebody stops smoking. Thank you, Robot. Thank you so much. Impeccably done. Seamless editing. Um, and I got to say, Billy, I think it would be effective. I mean, I think that those would – I'm not so sure like PSA, but if you had those sound cues on your phone and mm-hmm. someone sp- sparks up a, a camel light in a restaurant, you could mm-hmm. easily – Somebody stop smoking. And I think they the point. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There is a new trend at concerts when you have – if you have like a front row ticket to a concert on your yeah. a phone, there's an app that will produce large-scale type so that you can hold your oh, phone up if you write like – interesting. Want to meet after the show and the artist might see it. Crazy. And okay, it's a cool. way – it's a way of communicating like that. And I cool. feel like ours is the auditory version. Absolutely. Of that, exactly. Where exactly. somebody <laughs> stop smoking. And the, and the other one is actually just more of a sad sort of cry for help. I mean, mm. if you just were, if like that's, uh, I mean, to literally cry for help, it would be like the sort of the last sort of gasp before an intervention. Somebody Some- stop me from smoking. It's like, and that's vulnerable. A good it's almost vulnerable. Folks, yeah. If you need help, ask for it. All yes. right, no joke nation. This is this is a major key alert. Yes. This is a major key alert, as Jeff Boyardee might say. Yes. You have to. Do, I mean, if you need help, ask for it. And ask on that note, it. Adam, you said yes. um, a cry for help. Let's get back to John Cryer real yeah, quick for help. Yes. Let's okay, fast good. forward to the end of the third act. How Great. does it work out? Okay, so um, uh, fiance wants to get close with mom. They keep going out to lunch. Charlie is weirded out. Uh, and uh, the, Charlie finds the last straw is that uh, fiance proposes that the three of them all go out. Fiance, Charlie, and mom. Charlie, yeah. who hates mom, doesn't want to do that. So the episode ends, Billy. <laughs> the okay. episode ends. And uh, there's been little hints that neither of them like their mom. Charlie doesn't like yep. his mom, but fiance, fiance also doesn't like her mom. Okay, but Love that's the just name sort of fiance. Like, Love yeah, the fiance. Fiance. <laughs> An Italian fiance. Fiance doesn't like her uh-huh. mom either. Uh, oh, wow. So, fun so twist. the ep- fun twist. So the episode ends with uh, that night. There's they're scheduled to go to dinner with Charlie's mom, who he hates, and. Uh, uh, the fiance is already. She's dressed and ready to go. Where's Charlie? Where's Charlie? She asks Alan. Have you seen Charlie? We're late for dinner. I haven't seen him. Sorry. Who walks in the door but Charlie? And who does he have in tow? Fiance's mom. horrible mom. He flew yeah. her out from Columbus, Ohio, just to yep. be like, hey, not so fun, is it? To get hang out when your fiance is. Exactly. Total prick move. And the reason that fiance's mom is so terrible is she is vilely racist right off the bat. That's enough. uh, That's enough. I think we're off two and a half men. I think think I'm officially off two and a half men. Yeah, it's brutal. I take back my apology. I take back my apology. Okay, great. Rescinded. Yes. Rescinded. Yes. 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 Racism joke, suicide joke, Hitler joke. This isn't (laughs) – no, Come it's on. not. It's, it's not really for me, and not to mention the fact that the main sort of like reason that uh, it, the show is is again not to use the buzzword of the era, but problematic in many ways, is because mm-hmm. the the it is it is. Uh, I mean, the misogyny and the and the anti-feminism is baked in, is woven in. So I mean, it's so. That is the soup that the show lives in. I would say that the mm. theme, if I had to if I had to categorize the theme of the show of this mm. episode, it would be moms are bad. Yep. <laughs> moms are be- bad. Yeah, because they're women. Because they're women. Moms are bad, and it's and you shouldn't want to know them. It's that's like a intense, little bit. That's, that's an intense sitcom episode name. <laughs> we all know the sitcom names, but the episodes yeah. also are titled. And if one was "Moms Are Bad Because They're Women," that's a little too intense. I that's think I'm a little the too. Te- yeah, I think I'm changing it exactly. So and what I do you get- say? Yeah. Sorry. 
No, you, you finish your thought. No, please. I, I just want to give a kernel of the second one just to make my point, which is the second one, the second episode I watched, I'm not gonna, I won't do details on this, but the second one I watched was basically, apparently in the pilot, Charlie had dated a woman who was a crazy stalker. She's crazy. She stalks him. She ended up super gluing his nuts together, okay? And apparently that was like in the pilot. So now cut to, I don't know what the hell season this was, 13 or 14, very same stalker woman now wants to date Alan, the dork loser brother, okay? Sure. So now we've stalker- officially run out of storylines. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and she reveals herself, of course, to be insane, and the episode ends with her super gluing Alan's penis to his stomach. So nice. I would say that... <laughs> nice. So I would say that the theme of that episode are like, women are psycho. Psycho. Like that would- psycho, dude. That could have been uh, that could have been an alt name. That could have been an alt <laughs> yeah. name. It sounds like than two and yeah. a half men. Women are yeah. psycho. Or psycho, yeah. So the thematic takeaways were moms are bad and women mm-hmm. are psycho. So mm-hmm. for many yeah. reasons, I um, I do I don't Loaded. regret not getting into two and a half men. But uh, and I and it, I do regret <laughs> apologizing. <laughs> Apology yeah. rescinded. Was, but yeah. Adam, one thing I don't apologize for, yes. and one thing you may need to, is yes. the fact that I've been putting out hot hot heat on Twitter. And another Hot week has heat. gone by without a fave oh, on my screen. Shit. Without, God. Oh, it. and Adam, hey, by the way, you no. just saw Dune. Here's some heat I just dropped that didn't get a fave from you. In the <laughs> movie Dune, yes. Zendaya is a Spice Girl. <laughs> okay, Bill. No fave. Okay. Okay. Uh, you 27 know what, other I- faves. 27 other faves. Billy, I would actually like to, if you don't mind, I would like to take this time to issue a formal apology. If, if, you, would, if you would mind giving me the floor. Take the floor. <clears throat> to Billy, Susan, Jeff, the entire No Joke Nash, but most importantly, Billy. For the last couple of weeks, we have been discussing my social media habits on the podcast and my odd reluctance to like or fave various tweets on the website twitter.com, namely tweets by you, my comedy partner and best friend. And last week I issued a promise, or if not maybe a promise, at least a sort of a rededication to like and fave some of thine tweets. I did not do that. I neglected my responsibility, I broke my word, and I let you down. And for that, I am sorry. I hope that you can find it in your heart and in your Twitter avatar's heart to forgive me. And I will do better. I will be better. Build back better thank you adam lustig at adam lustig on instagram at adam lustig on twitter give him a follow folks that was really noble (laughs) that was really noble and adam i want you to know apology received and you are forgiven for your past week however you are not absolved you are not absolved of the responsibility fair lies before you okay (laughs) much like paula trades last week Yes. yes, yes. But there is a responsibility that is at your feet, yes. and you must walk on that responsibility and take it seriously. And that okay. is faving my tweets <laughs> and other tweets. You're because right. we don't need lurkers in these You're Twitter right. streets. Okay? You're, <laughs> You're right. Apology Point received. Taken. Point taken. Yeah. Okay. Two points <laughs> were taken in the last minute. I don't want to end on such a somber note that that was a very, very comprehensive and thoughtful apology received. <laughs> Good. Last Good. question, meant, and then we'll everywhere. get out of here. Great. Have you DM'd Woody? No. I have you DM'd your fellow island mate, Woody island Harrelson? Boy. It's been three weeks. I haven't. I haven't. Fli- XO flip flops. I haven't got boozy, boozy limes. limes. XO, XO flip flops. Haven't 
done it. Maybe I'll do that today. And if I do, okay. I promise you'll be the first to know. Yes. Uh, but Actually, I have as a matter of fact, yet. if you do, if you yeah. do, take a screen grab and post it on Instagram and okay. Instagram stories for all of us to see. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, right. great. So, Nation, keep an eye out for that. This was Hawaii Part 3. I believe yes. we're going to squeeze out at least one more Hawaii. I think we got Maybe more in us two. for sure. I, okay. I think, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, great. Definitely. So you can expect a few, a little more Hawaii content in the coming week or weeks. But until yes. then, this was Hawaii Part 3. Yep. And, and for this episode, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.